<laughs> hey everybody, welcome to the Grubthusiast Grubcast. Um, today we're going to talk about a place uh, that was recommended to us uh, by an acquaintance uh, out in Oceanside. And uh, you know what, I, I, I haven't had a lot of luck in Oceanside, have you? I mean, as far as, you know, we know a few places like the Miller's Table, which is always awesome. I was going to say, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, there's actually this place that, that I've been wanting to go to out there in the harbor. It uh, used to be like this old lighthouse Oh, place, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a. I remember going. We there. We went there. Yeah, we went there years and years ago. But they changed hands. I think they changed concept, and now it's um, it's it's kind of a updated spot. I haven't haven't checked it out. But we went there that one time. It was almost like going to uh, the Formosa Cafe or uh, Musso and Frank's. I remember um, it had a very nice location. A lot of bay windows out pointed to the harbor, and it had a nice view. But it was definitely dated. Okay. It, it was dated yeah. from like the 70s. And we and it, went and, like 20 years ago, right? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. And it had, um, I, remember, I remember liking certain aspects of it about it, but I remember also seeing this guy, there was a lounge act. It was almost, it was almost like, um, you oh, know, one of those, those old 70s uh, crooners, you know, uh, well past their prime. You know, uh, singing at the local lounge. You know, the, I think the guy even had a tuxedo with, with those ruffled shirts on. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but it was <laughs> it was on. pretty it was pretty far back. Um, but you know, I, I, we've been hitting around some places over there, and uh, you know, actually a couple of the ones we had been to have gone now. Uh, the, the, you know, I don't know if it wasn't based on our review. We never really kind of talked about them. But which which ones are you talking about? There used to be a place that used to be on Adventure 16, right there off of us, uh, Vista Way yeah, yeah. on the coast. There. Around the corner there used to be an, uh, Vis- what was it called? Um, oh, you did uh, it was a, Yeah, it was like a climber joint. They had like a, they used to sell backpacks and yeah, yeah, kayaks yeah. and all. Around the corner there. And then it became like a, uh, I don't recall what it was called. But it, it was a chain. It was one of a, of a chain of beer breweries uh-huh, uh-huh, and burgers uh-huh. and chops and and it was it was nicely done the 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 atmosphere was uh contemporary and fresh it's just that they the, the food wasn't very special and um it, you know the t- the good time wasn't it wasn't really that hot this was know? that place i mean this was a long time ago no, right no 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 a couple years like a year ago year and a half ago they yeah. had like the weirdest seating. Like it, was, yeah, it was uncomfortable yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, something. it was it was a strange setup, but I mean it was like, you know, new, updated, kinda had that um industrial yeah, kind of urban. vibe to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the it was a chain, one of a chain of a, a brewery like spots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what it is. I think they have one in Carlsbad. It's like the Really? I can't think of what it is. But um <clears throat> but they've gone mm-hmm. now. And uh, they replaced it with something else. Something coming soon, actually. I think it's a Mexican joint coming in there. You know, another place I do want to try very badly, though? Uh, Anita's. Anita's Mexican food right there on... Right uh, next to this yeah, place that we went yeah. to. And uh, I've been why driving you, past I was going to say, why do you want to try it? Because there's a few it. locations now. Oh, there, there is? a few Anita's. And I've been wanting to go... I was, oh, what is the big deal? I never... You know, Mexican spots are very... There's one every, on every, every other. You throw corner. a rock and you can find yeah. three of them, you know? And so I was like, eh, you know... Nah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll find another one. There's another Gilberto's right around the corner right. or something. So, didn't feel the need to get in there. But you know what? Now I've been driving past, and they're getting all nice. And it's a nice location. I'm like, oh, let me go check this out. So, but instead, we actually checked out this uh, recommendation uh, of a friend of a friend, and uh, they recommended this place called the Privateer. And you know, of course, you're going to have a local following that swears by this place. Oh, this place is the best. You know, and I'll be like, eh, okay. 
So what was your what was your thoughts? Give me. T- let's, do you remember what we had? Um, I do remember what we had. Yeah. I should look at the menu, but yeah, no. So the privateer is a is a. It's I think it's called the privateer coal fire pizza, and it's on the coast. Yeah, right, right on the coast. Right on the coast. I should give you an address. What is it? One seven zero six South Coast Highway okay. in Oceanside. Okay. Yeah, and, and so they 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 have coal fire um, pizzas, right? So it says where the. One and only gourmet pizza restaurant in Southern California with a coal-fired oven using 100% coal fire, no gas, for crisp Neapolitan-style pizzas. I don't know. Uh, you blah, know, blah, you blah, know blah. who has a nice Neapolitan-style pizza oven? But it's not coal-fired. It's a different... Well, I don't know. I don't know who for how they fire it, but it uh, was uh, Buona Fricchetta. Wood fire. So does... Uh, so does... Uh, what was it called? Um, what is it? Oscar's Brewing Company? They have Wood a, fire. Are you sure? Yeah. So okay. wood fire versus coal fire, whatever. Either way, um, that uh, we did have um, a pizza at this place. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, I like that the crust. I like that yeah. light. Oh, it's light and crisp, crispy. a little doughy. Yeah, so was, I enjoyed that. And, this, and it wasn't. Uh, you know, the, sometimes they overdo it with the um, with the flavors of the dough. You know, oh. so they can take it in many different. They, they can they can actually take it in several different directions. Yeah. Well, this one we had the um, we had the arugula um, prosciutto pizza, right? I'm trying to find it. I got yeah. It was, it was it a prosciutto de parm, and it had the arugula on top, mm-hmm. and, and it was a white sauce. White sauce. I was looking for white sauce. I yeah. wasn't really looking for. Now, the uh, you know, look, I, you know, here's the thing too. Now, this is what I've come to realize. I mean, I've, I've talked about this before. It's not new, but I, I have uh, realized that the the true way to eat pizza, I don't care what pizza it is. Is to fold it. There's there's no eating pizza just like I used to, which is you know I, I even saw you try and tackle this pizza with a fork, a knife and a fork at the beginning. Yeah, because I, like, I get all paranoid right now, but touching because I'm like, were my hands clean enough? You know, we're in this stupid era where it's like, God, I don't remember if my hands are clean enough. Yeah, do I want to okay, touch it. Okay. I sat at the table. Well, you know, you look, know. I used to eat pizza like a like I don't know, I don't know, like maybe a savage. You know, I, I take the pizza and I just eat it like flat. You know, like yeah, a yeah, flat, yeah. Just one little piece. Yeah. And I don't think you get the best experience that way, especially if there's toppings, loose toppings, mm-hmm. such as, you know, the arugula in this case, yeah. or that prosciutto de parm. It's not baked into the cheese. Like if it, Now, if the cheese and all the stuff is baked in together and it all becomes one thing, that's different. But if you have something that's added afterwards, like the prosciutto de parm, mm-hmm. or in this case, the, the arugula salad, it's you're gonna have to really work at getting the right bite, mm-hmm. and I, I think there's a technique to eating pizza. I didn't realize there was because I ate pizza. I mean, I've eat, I, look, I've even eaten pizza with a knife and a fork, like you, but I can't do it anymore. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I don't typically do that, and I don't like to do it. But yeah, in no, this day no, and age, no, no, you're a knife and a forker from way shut back. Up. You stop. <laughs> but you know, um, the the way to really do it. Okay, to capture all of the essence of the cheese, of the uh, th- that that gooey, hot, oily, and get a consistent bite on every bite mm-hmm. is to fold it in half. You fold it in half, and then because when you fold it in half, it kind of it, because it's equal, it's shaped like a, like a you know like a triangle. When you fold it, now it's become what is that a trapezoid? It's still a triangle. <laughs> no, it's not. It's actually a well. It is. But it's just it, no, it, no. It's what is it? What would you call that? You used to have a name for it. Either way, honestly, the, but you, be, you it's, I it's, did try to take it's a, even. 
Yeah, and I took a bite with a knife and a fork. Yeah, and boy, that was a struggle. I have to say, yeah, the the flimsy knife and fork that they have was oh irritating my god. To me. You know, you know what's weird about that? But, I didn't want to bust them up over that, but I, you know what? I now recall. You, okay, first of all, I'm looking at you, and you're eating with a knife and a fork, and I'm going, she's eating with a knife and a fork. Pizza, <laughs> pizza with a knife and a fork. Come on. And then I look over, and your fork is damn near bent all the way around your wrist. It's, it was well, like curved on, all the way around. On. I'm like, is that a bracelet? I or, showed you. I'm like, look at this. Look at And you weren't even trying to be rough with it. You were no. just trying to cut into... But I mean, it was it was like it was bad. You should have never been trying to eat pizza with a knife. I understand, but you know, whatever. I had to bend it, and then I'm like, forget this. And then I said, okay, I'm taking yeah. my chances. I'm just well, going to eat it with my when, hands. When you have that that delicious, you don't you want when you have parm around, prosciutto de parm. You really want to make make the best use of that. Yeah, you know? and then that that arugula salad on top, all kind of glistening there with the dressing. It was all fresh, and, really and you just nice. bend that baby in half, and you get the perfect bite on just about everybody except for the crust. The crust you have to fight with because you, you you don't yeah, know whether see, if you, you like can, you crust. can sneak around, but you can but you can sneak around to the back. You know, you get every third bite or so, you kind of sneak around <laughs> to the back there like and get a little bite. nibble, right? Yeah. And then you take the big bite again, mm-hmm. and then if you really want some of that crust, you you know. Go around back at that nibble, you know, and come to the front. Th- you know, so you're fighting it. But sometimes, like in this case, because the brochure de parm was loose and because the, the uh, arugula was loose, you could then distribute it more evenly to the back near there the crust. You See, it, you had control. Yeah. See, I mean, you, took, you took Meg Ryan to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not just on the side anymore. You, you can actually adjust the whole thing. Well, I personally, yeah, enjoyed that. Once you said, yeah, just fold it. It was... Yeah. You're right because it was it was, in, it was incredibly it was better. More um, evenly distributed. Every bite was the same. Yeah. Where before, you know, yeah. You're fighting not. the battle because sometimes you get a, a little more cheese. Sometimes you get too more, much meat. More meat. You know, more arugula. Way too much arugula. Mm-hmm. And then okay, so yeah. that is the way to eat it. If you're going to go to this spot and you're going to have this pizza, you want to make sure that you fold that. You don't no knife and fork. Don't be a, don't be a stooge. Okay. <laughs> Pick it up. Thank you, dear. Pick it up, and and put and distribute that those innards evenly, mm-hmm. and take big bites and get all that that gooey lusciousness and that doughy and the and the, the the crisp lettuce, you know, and that that parm. It's so succulent and moist and smooth. They definitely have some really interesting pies that they you know we could have tried. And I if I'm ever back in that area and I, I want a nice crisp thin So why did you pie. choose this pie? I wanted a white sauce. You know okay. me. I want a yeah. white sauce. I like the I like this, you have something against red sauces? No, it's just sometimes I'm not in the mood for it. I'm just okay. it's too heavy. I okay. didn't want it. But my that was the crazy part. It was like you know, either either I'm committed to the white or I'm gonna go full into the red. Yeah. Which is something I thought, you know, when I'm with you and I have to share a pizza, I know you like a heartier pizza. So I was yeah. gonna try their chemistry pie. It's called chemistry it's pie. Too much meat. It had yeah. Well it's not too much. Pepperoni and sausage. Okay, what else? Uh, um what, what else, else does it have? Yeah. Um let me see. Tomato sauce, shredded mozzarella, pepperoni, house fennel sausage, bell pepper, onion mushrooms and olives. Okay. Sounds delicious. Yeah. I figured, you know, that's your kind of yeah. pizza. They have a lot of other ones though that are really Okay, so you know, so let's, like let's put a, it here. A fungi pie. Just know this in advance: never order the arugula salad which you ordered with the. With, okay, you know what? As, I, so as my appetizer, or you know, whatever, I, as a salad, I wanted a salad to go with it. They they only have like I think three salads. Yeah, but we, if and you're going to have arugula on the pizza, I know you don't okay. need arugula salad before. I agreed. Now, but I did. 
you know, I ordered the arugula salad because it, it was a grilled pear salad. No, that's fine. So that's fine. anything that has pears and goat cheese. So it had almonds, goat cheese, um, arugula, and it says local honey, lemon vinaigrette. So to me, I'm like, yeah, that's right up my alley. Okay. I like all those okay. things. Okay. So that's I was going to order that no matter what. And well, you know, to each his own. Yeah. To each his own. Now. What did you think of the grilled pear salad? Okay, first of all, it, you know, being that a pear is going to be a huge part of it because it's in the name, it, it needs to be ripe. It needs to be ripe. Okay, and unfortunately, this wasn't. See, yeah, okay. It wasn't. I, and, and so, for me, it's like it's, you need to have the, what's going to offset that bitter arugula is both the dressing and those big plump chunks of ripe pear. Now, I don't want to get into, oh, this was a bad salad because of the of the pear. But you know what? It's got to be. Now, also the dressing, because that, that arugula is so bitter, right? You're going to have to have a dressing that's going to be able to calm it down, mitigate some of that bitterness, and add some flavor. Unfortunately, for me, there, there wasn't enough dressing. Or what the dressing wasn't uh, strong enough to be able to offset that bitterness. And uh, the pear didn't do its job because it wasn't ripe. You know that for me, okay. Yeah. And then to add insult to injury, then we get a pizza that's loaded full of arugula. <laughs> I think that's what really me- no, no, it no, 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 no. When you, you. When, they, when the salad came, okay, when the salad came, it uh, I was ready for an arugula salad. I love arugula. However, you've got to have, like I said, the dressing that's going to be able to manage that that bitterness. Mm-hmm. And it didn't do it for me. It just needed to be a little more uh, intense. Basically, a what you're saying, you need to have a, re- a revamp of that dressing. A little. Or, re- but see, that's the crazy no, wait, part. Because some bites I really enjoyed. You know? But you know what? Look, do this. Either make sure the dressing has a little more body, texture, seasoning, flavor, sweetness maybe. Or make sure that the pear is sweet. Now, if you had taken that dressing, added a little more dressing for me, and then added that ripe pear which was in the name of the salad, mm-hmm. it would have. I think it would have done well. But because it didn't, you had a pear that was kind of bland and bitter, like, you know, unripe. It no, no, you have to understand, the skin, okay? Skin can be bitter. I understand. Okay? To and, me, it wasn't. But. Well, when I was looking at that pear, we can disagree to disagree. We can disagree to disagree. Hey! <laughs> uh, no, we can actually agree to disagree that uh, the pear was, was because it's unripe. I've, look, I've had a, I, you love pears. My mother loved pears. I mean, she was a she was Pisces. Pear, 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 pear people. Okay, <laughs> and I grew up with pears in the house, so I would always be in that. I'd have a varying scale of ripeness. Either you go, you get that ripe pear that tastes like an apple. Okay, it's crunch, crunch you know, yeah. very little flavor, very little sweetness, very, just kind of there, a filler. Or you wait a couple days, and then you get that ripe, beautiful, luscious, kind of succulent, juicy, uh, flavorful pear, musky pear flavor. Okay. <laughs> Or you get that over-ripened pear that, you, that should go into the trash, but it ended up in your food. That, well, my mom would punish me with those, too, because she's <laughs> like, we don't want to waste these pears. These pears will not be wasted. These are my favorite fruit. We will not waste these pears. Oh, I love a ripened pear. I like it when, they, when my mom would say, oh, you know what? I love it when they have a little black little knob on the side. <laughs> you know, that little hole there, that divot, you know, that looks like somebody shot it with a, with a shotgun. Okay? Oh I love that. When they're, when they're like that, it's my favorite. Uh-uh. 
Not for me. So, uh, unfortunately, for unfortunately for your scenario, I'm a, I'm a very, very, very competent in the world of pear. Okay. I know my pear. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when I ate this pear, it was not ripe, and unfortunately, because it's in the name of the salad and it is a very large component, it's going to offset that bitterness. And if it doesn't isn't sweet and ripe, then it will not do its job. So if all they had to do is really just have a, a more okay, a more ripe pear. Either have a ripe really have a ripe pear, which would, would you know, give it that sweetness, which will counterbalance that bitter, or make the dressing a little sweeter, a little more viscous, a little more, a little more, uh, you know, tangy. Yeah, something. No, not tang. Well, they got local tang. honey, lemon vinaigrette. Well, so. maybe a little more honey, a little more, a little more oil to kind of as a binder for that sweetness. Because if you just put the honey on there, it's just gonna oh, not, it's just gonna make yeah. it all sweet. You know, you want to kind of give it some place to. You know, a binder to bind it to the thing. You know, I'm weird. You know me. Come on. Go ahead. So, you know, I I think the salad needed work. I don't know how you want to... You, you just know. need to have a... a um, just fix it, man. A, a riper pear? Or just, something. well, ripen the pear. Well, you can't ripen the pear. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, well, you, if like you're in you the said, kitchen... If you can't ripen if the you're, pear, then just well, make sure that you have... Um, the dressing. I'm just one of those people that, you know, like, taste the food, right? So, if I'm going to serve it... And if I if I was in the kitchen, no, well, I wouldn't be there. I mean, but if somebody was in there monitoring this thing, and they'd say, "Oh, these pears are not ripe. We can't serve these pears," or we need to, you know, balance it out with the dressing. But see, again, you got to be paying attention. I'm weird, so I know. Yes, you know. we know. But see, when I do it, that's what I do, right? I mean, we, we you have some pears in the in the in the cupboard there. You say, oh, "Okay, these are ready. These are ready to go," or "Oh no, these aren't ready." Mm-hmm. You know, but you can't do that in the kitchen in a restaurant. You kind of have to, you know, you go to your, your your people who give you the fruit, you bring it in, you have it sit there, and you're like, okay, we, we have it on the menu, we got to serve it. So, oh, these pears, oh, this is the ripest one we got. I get it. I get it. But, you know, you ask me. You don't want to know? Don't ask me. <laughs> so, okay. So, we have the salad. And we had the tri-tip sandwich. Okay. Oh, dang. Dang. Okay. Well, so I, I ordered tri-tip sandwich because I know you you like yeah. meat, and so I'm like, okay, yeah. I got all this other stuff that didn't really. And I'm gonna have say that I'm gonna meat. say this, dang, dang. Well, yeah, we had a little mishap, right? It came out cold. Well, look, here, so, here's here's the, I think how I think, I think how it works. Excuse my French, my nose, my, you know, you know my nose. You people, you all hear my nose. Uh, it's just I broke it many times. This is not good. Um, Thing about this sandwich was that I think in concept it sounded great because you know if you, the, first of all the well, rolls here I'll the tell roll. you Go yeah ahead. I'll tell you what's in it so it says uh, house smoke uh, cab tri tip sandwich gunpowder tea rub Gruyere portobellos uh, balsamic onions roasted garlic aioli horseradish on a hoagie or multi grain bread which we got a whole we got a hoagie okay now and you write that bread. The bread was beautiful. It was great. It was decadent. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, it held the moisture. It held the oil from the from the cheese and from the whatever the whatever they put on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, when when it came, it was glistening mm-hmm. from being heated with the oil and on the bread. It was just shiny, and it looked looked all like luscious and looked like ready to eat. Okay, but what happened was, unfortunately, because the innards were. You know, like, okay, look, you have the tri-tip, and I don't know that you, if you cook the tri-tip, you cut these slices off, and you probably have them sitting. And you don't want to keep cooking them and heating them, because then they'll overcook. It takes away all the pink, all the, so, I'm imagining, and this is what I imagined after we sent it back, 
So I, so I took the I took a bite of the sandwich, and for me, the bread and the cheese were all melted and warm, but the inside was a little cool, you know. And I couldn't tell what was happening, so I just said, "Hey, excuse me, would you mind sticking this in the micro just for a second, you know? Zap it quick, fifteen seconds." She was like, "Oh, we don't have a microwave." Okay, good, good. Well, that's fantastic. So she said, "Let me make you another one." All right, so you come out. And then I realized something after taking a bite of this second sandwich. I think what happens is is they have the meat from the tri-tip. They slice it, right? Maybe at the time that you're gonna, they're going to do the sandwich. And then they lay it into the roll. And then they put the cheese and they probably stick it in a pizza oven or salamander. And that is to heat the contents, the melted cheese, warm the bread. And then they put the meat in there. But they don't want to overcook the meat. Right, so it's kind of closer to room temperature. And then they put it together and they bring it out to you. So what's happened for me was that the maybe where the meat was was a lot cooler than the bread and the cheese. So what for me, when you took a bite of the sandwich, you got that beautiful you know, the bread is giving, it's it's warm, it's a little oily and it's it's like you're anticipating this wonderful flavor and then you bite into the innards of it and you taste that cheese and you oh it's realizing it's melted and, and it's kind of a crisp on the edge and you're like and then you bite through the meat and unfortunately because the meat it was you know it's a, it's a center cut it's not on the cap of the, of the the end so all the seasoning is just on the very edge of the meat so you have a couple things going on the meat was a little cooler and it's also from the center because you're not getting all that season, that, that bark on the edge of the meat. You're getting the innards of the meat, which is less seasoned. And it's also a little bland. Now, um, if you're offsetting it with all this other stuff, like sauces or something, then you can co- kind of cover that up. Unfortunately for me, because I'm paying attention, um, I noticed these things. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. there you go. I I just feel like it could have been so much better. I mean... Hell, it looked good. Mm. It was a good-looking sandwich. And the fries were great. Oh, yeah. Well, those are yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Sho- they weren't quite shoestring. No. They were like McDonald's fries, that size. Yeah. What, quarter inch? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Quarter by quarter, yeah. you know? And they were crisp and moist in the middle. They yep. were gorgeous. They yep. were thin and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Salted nice. Yep. Ate them all. I think we ate them all. Ate them all. Uh, but, you know, I had such high hopes because the sandwich was right there next to it. Yeah. I just wanted that sandwich to Well, let kill. me say that sandwich, too. It, I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge beef eater, certainly not well, tri-tip, all that. Yeah. And so, but I thought, ooh, with all the other things that are in there, which I adore, yeah. right? Yeah. Gruyere, portobellos, balsamic yeah. onions, oh, oh, roasted oh. Ga- garlic aioli. I'm sorry to mention what? one more thing. You brought up the portobellos. Mm-hmm. Man. What? That, that musty mushroom really kind of also didn't help the meat. See, and I would think that would help them. No, meat. no, no, that should. No, because okay, how are they that, treated? How do they? How do they, they, they? The mushrooms were done. How? It doesn't say. It just says portobellos, okay. but the, it says balsamic onions. Okay, well, so maybe it's I onions they, that threw you off. No, I, I don't know. I think they were all together. Okay, mm-hmm. because that those mushrooms had a kind of a coating. Now that you say balsamic, I could see where that would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, mushrooms are very uh, uh, porous. So they absorb anything yeah, yeah. you put next to it, right? So mm-hmm. the thing about it is I'm saying is that it seems to me like they toss the onions and the mud. I was going to say caramelized uh, onion, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's that's what happened. They they caramelized they the onion. They tossed the mushrooms in there with it and they put the balsamic vinegar over the top mm-hmm. and it made kind of a slurry, mm-hmm. right? Well, because the um, the mushroom is so absorbent 
and it's got that that coating of the stuff on it. It was just it overpowered the meat that again was a little bland and not hot. So maybe that's the point though. It's supposed to because the meat is not as flavorful because it's the center cut, and you have this that's super flavorful. Then it would. How seem about like this? It then? Would make I have sense. an idea. Then let's just redo the whole sandwich. How about <laughs> we take the roll, the cheese, and the mushrooms, and we call it the mushroom uh, with a side with a brisket accent or a brisket topping? I don't know what you want to try. Tip topping. Sorry. Um, yeah, it it just. See, the, the, unfortunately for me, because you called it a tri-tip sandwich, that's the star. That's the star of the show. You're just now, you, your supporting actors are the, the, the roll, the cheese, the sauce, and the mushrooms. Those are all supporting the, the tri-tip. And if that tri-tip isn't strong, if it doesn't come out and go, you know, hey, look at me, then it kind of just sits there amidst the rest of those flavors. See, that, that, that for me is why uh, a good New York-style pastrami sandwich is so good. Do you ever go to a Jewish deli? I grew up next to one, mm-hmm. like literally a, a half a block down. Mm-hmm. We'd go there with some regularity. And one of my favorite things was either a um, the standard pastrami sandwich, which is usually about two inches thick of meat mm-hmm. and a quarter inch of, t- of bread yeah. or like one inch of bread. Okay, and two and a half you know, because it, it kind of it starts in the middle, very very thick, and it tapers out to the edge mm-hmm. where the meat's thinner. Mm-hmm. But it's, when you cut that sandwich down the middle, it's usually two inches of meat. Yeah, it seems like okay, it, yeah. and it's it's you usually go oh this is gonna be too much meat, right? But nope, nope. It, it oh it usually is. For oh me. no no no. If you t- if you do what you have to do that sandwich, okay, is you have to first use your tongue. <laughs> listen, listen. You have to use your tongue as a, to guide the meat. You understand? Because when you when you bite that sandwich in the middle with the, the meat thick in the middle, it wants to push out every which way when you bite into it. So you have to use your tongue to guide the meat back into the bread. You understand? <laughs> to say, hey, get back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have, you have to, You're taming that meat. You have to tame it. Do you understand? So, but I mean, I'm saying, look. I just removed some of the meat. See, that, that's and then that you just way. defeated the purpose of it. <laughs> no, but Why my did, mouth is not no, as I, big I as I totally yours. understand. I told, I no, 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 Well, maybe you're not man enough to eat a pastrami sandwich I'm then. I'm not a man. That's so then correct. maybe don't eat that. Go have a salad. <laughs> Go have a salad somewhere, maybe in a cold glass of iced tea. <laughs> I'm just going to okay? pull some meat out. Don't, no, 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 no. And then I have that meat for later. No, no, you don't. You don't. So you bring it home and you stick it in the fridge. And then you forget about it, and two weeks later, you pull it out, and it's green and moldy. And then you try and, oh, maybe you should throw that away. Anyways, uh, this sandwich, unfortunately, and also, do you recall how much meat was in it? I don't recall a lot of meat. There was, no, there was How many meat. slices? Oh, like two or three. No. Yeah. I don't know. Look I at mean, the picture of the sandwich. Let's look okay, at it. Okay, you're right. Yeah, the picture. But are you going to go off of that? All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, maybe Look three. at the size of the roll. Yeah. How much if you look just from common sense without even uh being a grub enthusiast, okay? Mm-hmm. Common sense. All that bread? All that cheese? Well, cuz they put uh, yeah, they put the cheese and the mushrooms and the meat. And so. all that mushroom <laughs> and those little slices of beef. Huh? Uh, huh? Come on. Okay. Uh, come on. Well, I, yeah, it's not my thing. So oh, it's, you it's, would you know, know. No, it's like look, you, you ever had a payday bar? Payday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who's the star of the show in that in that candy bar? Peanuts. Okay. Peanuts. Right. It's, it's peanuts and equal caramel. Nah. So no, no. It's all caramel-y. roasted peanuts. Okay. 
salted rusted roasted peanuts uh-huh. with a with a binder of caramel. Okay. You understand? So the star of the show is peanuts. Mm-hmm. In this sandwich, tri-tip sandwich. It doesn't say baguette sandwich gotcha. with a I bit gotcha. of beef in it. Yeah. It says tri-tip sandwich. You are correct. So when I think of a tri-tip sandwich, all that bread, all those mushrooms, because each, each one are strong flavors. All these strong flavors. Mm-hmm. And there's just, an, okay, so it's like this. You have this much bread and a little bit of cheese and this much, all these mushrooms and, and, and almost an equal part is the meat. The meat should be the star. Mm-hmm. It should be like the pastrami sandwich. Yeah, yeah. It should be eight feet thick. <laughs> okay, <laughs> with a with a foot of bread. Okay, because in that sandwich, the star of the show is the pastrami. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so add some meat. Look, I'm just saying this way. And a if, little more flavor. If you're going to call it a tri-tip sandwich, make the the, the tri-tip of the show. And then make the rest of it supporting. Gotcha. That's all. So think of it as a picture, a motion I, I, picture. I just want to. I want to starring taste, role going to the tri tip. I just want to <laughs> taste that tri tip, or I want to taste if if it's called a tri tip sandwich, if it's called a roast beef sandwich, if it's called uh, Reuben. Well, you don't want Reuben to be the show. I mean, I'm just saying you you want the meat of the sandwich to be the center point. You want mm-hmm. the the bread, the sauce, the whatever, the toasting, whatever mm-hmm. treatment you're going to do to it. You want that to be accentuating the beef. Yeah. You don't want the beef or the meat to be uh, an also ran. You you know you look look you know what let's say like this. You want the meat of the na- in the name of the sandwich to be the Jordan to the Pippin. Gotcha. Do you understand? Yes. Like what if, what if uh, what was his name? What if you know Scotty Pippin tried to be the star of the of those nineties Bulls team, right? You know what I mean? It just wouldn't go. So you want to have, I hate to say it, but yeah, you need to have that be the show okay. for me. All right. I'm weird. You know, chalk it up know. to you know, I don't know a, that you're weird. It's but, one man's taste. I mean, one I, man's I think taste. there's a lot of, a lot of, um, there's a lot more things on this menu that, that looked, honestly, that look really delicious. Yeah. Um, they do use all natural ingredients. They, uh, everything's locally sourced. Um, yeah. so all their organic greens and veggies, whatever, all the herbs are grown locally and they, they grow, um, some of the middle schools, uh, in Oceanside. No, look, look, them look as well, so. I'm, I'm saying this, you know what? I'm, I'm not talking about the, the restaurant. I'm not talking about the service. I'm not talking about the location. The ingredients. I'm not talking about their, their business, uh, their business practices, helping people. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about the, where they get their ingredients and, you know, I'm talking about the product. The end result. That particular one, yeah, yeah I get so, it. You need more meat, but so. I will say, I'm gonna go. I would go back for the p- pizzas. Those were really, really pizzas delicious. Really good. And that is, I guess, is the star of the show. It is called Privateer Coal Fire Pizza. Yeah. So, oh, you know, they had something else that I I thought was really interesting. I, I didn't try it. Obviously, can't try everything. Um, some of their tacos. They have a potato taco. Now, mm-hmm. in my mind, I mean, I didn't try it. I don't know what it yeah. is, but in my mind, when I think of um, my mom's enchiladas, yeah, they yeah. are potato enchiladas. Sure. So I'm like, ooh, this, well, is, yeah, this it might sounds be intriguing. interesting. Yeah. yeah, interesting concept. So I haven't tried them. Sounds um, intriguing. Yeah. So I, I might do that. I might do that. And they have a nice, you know, dine out. You're out there outside. This is actually a bad thing for you, right? What's that? The dine out, right? Because you can't, now that we are in purple tier. 
um, you have to be eaten outside. So the the well, you know, and look, they have an area out there, look, and the you're on the coast, this, so you got to bear that in mind. This whole COVID thing is a shamalama ding dong, okay? <laughs> and it is really obviously uh, affected everybody in so many different ways. Uh, and and it, it is, you know, I'll say it like this. It is great to have the restaurants even continue doing what they're doing because otherwise, you know, je- where, where would grub enthusiasts be? Well, we'd, I'd be making a lot of food here and I get tired of my own cooking pretty yeah. quickly. No, but um, can you imagine all these restaurants? Poor th- it's terrible. They'd go well, the whole business, thing's terrible. So thank it's God. Terrible. And um, the fact that they can stay open and do this is great. Mm-hmm. Um, what I will say, though, is that, you know, you, you these people that build these restaurants put a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of energy into creating an, an environment. That is not. It's not just about the food. It's about you know your your, your serving staff. It's about the location, the the concept that you're building. Uh, you know, I have a friend who has a, uh, a, a nautical. Um, you know, nautical-based restaurant in Long Beach mm. uh, where they, you know, it's all about, you know, antiques and and uh, nautical name and all this jazz. And if, you, and if the problem is if you sit outside, you don't get any of that. They didn't build it outside. They built it inside. So what you're getting, when, like, look, the other day we were out and about. I was out and about with a friend for lunch and uh, uh, we were in uh, Vista. And I was looking for something, you know, like where can we go? And... Um, Ended up at a really cool place that we're going to talk about probably tomorrow uh, called Shackies or Shakies. Uh, it's a Mediterranean joint. Very, very cool. Um, but we, I was looking around, and there's a couple, there was a place out there that I won't name, but it was right down the road, half a block down. And I was thinking, oh, cool name. It's a good play on a very common word. I was like, okay. So I, I, I like parked the car, and I, t- I text the guy and I say, look, we'll be over here. And then uh, I walk in. I see a I see a family out on the little uh, table out front, and I'm like, "Cool, look, the kids are kids, and the mom and dad all have, smiling and happy. Oh, it sounds great." So I, I decide, okay, I'm going to walk in just to peek in, see what's going on. Of course, there's there's not a table or chair in the in the whole room, and there's a there's a, a pizza bar on the a pizza oven over here. Guy slaving away in front of the the hot oven. Another guy washing dishes. So the thing about it is you, when you take away the innards of the place, you take away all the concept, you take away all the stuff that other stuff to pay attention to that you might have interest in, such as cleanliness, such as service, such as the, the atmosphere. You take yeah, all that away. So with this, so with this, scenario. With this COVID scenario, mm-hmm. it's just it crushes their business and you're left to, to solely look at the food. Yeah, yeah. And if the food isn't kick arse, <laughs> right? If it isn't killing the game, right. then the, what you're judging is you're judging, you know, well, that's all you're judging. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. like when like when I was young, I was you know not very handsome, right? So I'd go around to I meet girls and say, "You look at, I want you to look at my brain." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, and so if you don't have you don't have the goods, it's going to be seen rather quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? So. so yeah, no, it's but the food. I think there's a ton of promise. I think we need to go back and, and try a couple other things. I like that everything's fresh. You I know, like for us, uh, the biggest deterrent, the biggest deterrent to Oceanside as a whole is its distance. It's that so far true. for us. Yeah. We used yeah. to live in Oceanside. Yeah. And fortunately, when we lived there, they didn't have all the things. They didn't things have diddly. We lived there back in the day when they were just, they were trying to close all the strip clubs. <laughs> that was the big you know, push. You know, oh, the big thing in the news. Oh, they, they closed down another strip club. 
Yeah. I don't even remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember it was nothing like it is now. No. Now there's all sorts of restaurants there, that are up yeah. and coming on that yeah. street. It's and busy, busy, on the, busy. There. On the coast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. It's really yeah. busy. And I think that's right a, a deterrent for you, too, because you're sitting there on a beautiful uh, sunny day. What? How and far are you, you from the hear, water? How far are you from the water? Like what, a block? No, no, no. Probably, you're probably three blocks in total in distance. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're not the, far. From, yeah. No, you're not far. But the thing is, you're, right you're on, the road. on the coast, yeah. and all the people are buzzing up oh, and down that buzzing. coast. <laughs> Buzzing's not buzzing. Well, I'm just I feel saying like I feel like I'm on the noise. freeway. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's guys on their choppers. Yeah. There's uh, you know meatheads with their uh, their hot rods. Like, well, I'm a meathead too. Actually, yeah, I was gonna I say you better watch it because not only do you have a chopper, you're shh. I always laugh because when you complain about these people, I'm like, what Listen, the F are you complaining I, I, about? You I, are just as bad I, as these people. No, no. I, that was my past. <laughs> Do you understand? I mean, I still own the bike, but I'm just saying I don't ride it. So, I don't know. I'm torn. But And also, I have an old truck that just has that pipes on it. just as loud as these as the motorcycle. Yeah, but the thing about it is that you know, when you're in it and you're cruising down the road, you don't hear any of that. I understand. And also, the, the, you, you, I, but you should have some, some you know... I do, I, I do. I don't even know what the word is. Not, it's uh, not sympathy. You, no, you not should sympathy. be able to relate I, I do to relate. these people and but, not but, be upset about but it. But I also relate to the guy as I'm kicking past their house. Uh, sit, well, the guy's sitting there, you know, taking a dump or, or in the front room <laughs> laying asleep in his bed. I hear the, <laughs> you know, <laughs> going right past. You're like, oh, damn, come on, guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't you know? What are you thinking six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday? I know. You know. I remember when you used to leave the house, right? Like you would like basically let the the, the motorcycle kind of roll down the d- driveway out to the street before you would start it. Look, because man. I would be like livid if yeah. you started that. Well, not you weren't mad. It was just like I, we had neighbors. No, in I a, would a, be in a tight little neighborhood. Yeah, and and then even when I was living in L.A. with you, with, you know, the in laws, mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'd roll the bike down the block, a whole block, <laughs> just to get out somewhere outside the the distance Our of these zone. people. Because yeah. you know what? I, I every time I hear somebody with the, with the loud pipes, or if I see somebody with a you know the hot rod. Or your parents, you know, your, your neighbors must love you. Yeah, they must love you. No. You know, because I mean, it's you're just crazy with the pipes. And even where we are now, I mean, we we, we got a lot of space between us, but we still hear people. Yeah, I man. mean, it's still annoying. Who thought that flat ground would loud land to carry that sound sound to carry that well? And I mean, it carries. And that. yeah, you could be three acres from the from the road and still hear it very very loud because mm-hmm. there's nothing blocking it. Yeah. So I can only imagine what what it must have been like living in a tight neighborhood, like near the beach over there, in a little small little streets, and yeah. you got a million dollar home, and then a big old some doofus on some a motorcycle Harley. or an old truck with loud pipes comes cranking through your neighborhood. Were uh, you there again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, look, um, I'm I'm gonna say it like this. Uh, what what was your take? Give me give me your uh, yay nay or uh, what? Give me a, give me the. Give me your your final result. What's the what's the uh, the reveal? Oh, the reveal. Yeah. Oh, I say yay. I, I just okay. you know. What would you go back there for? Absolutely, go back for the pizzas. Pizzas, absolutely. Uh, and I would really like to try some of their tacos. They okay. have a couple different okay. tacos. I would try. Okay. They also, you know, granted it's a picture and whatnot, but they had a really nice looking charcuterie platter, and yeah. I'm all into that. So I don't know. I would go. Uh, yeah. And they ha- oh, and they have a wine bar. Next door, um, yeah. that I guess is owned by the same people. Don't go in right now, though. I don't think because they're uh, they're they're kind of in the middle of a change. 
they're changing over, I guess. Oh, that's true. Like, yeah, there was like a gelato bar that I guess was coming out, or a coffee like, bar that was yeah, coming out. I don't and, know. And yeah, yeah, coffee bar is soon to come, which is, no, you know what? I, co- I thought it was leaving. I was it coming know, or going? You know, going? you're right. You're right. It was leaving. Yeah. So, that doesn't make any damn sense to me at all. If you have a high-end espresso machine, what's the sense of getting rid of it? I mean, are you saying that you have a no? I mean, look, if you're in the restaurant, well, okay, no, 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 but maybe, well, maybe well. put it this way. Yeah, maybe redundant. Yeah. Maybe redundant. Yeah, but they could move that to the restaurant. Just have that part of the menu, yeah. but have that nice wine bar on the because side. Because I, I, I can't tell you how many times I walk past that place, Coffee in Ocean in Escondido. That really cool kind of looks like it came out of that uh, West Elm catalog, mm-hmm. you know, with all the contemporary antique furniture stuff, mid-century modern. Mm-hmm. How many times we've, we've been out to the comedy club in Escondido or been, you know, at some, just cruising down Grand and be like, you know what, latte, cappuccino, flat white, something right now would be incredible, a little pastry after dinner. Yeah. How many times have they lost our business? What, that place, coffee, K-O-F-F-I-E, please come to your senses and, and stay open and, past five. For well, God's look, sake. I mean, just just Friday and Saturday. I know Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, stay open. You know, after the the co- the uh, comedy shops closing, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, people out to dinner on down the road. I they, agree, one hundred percent. But where do we have a really? Oh, now, I hate to break it to you though. Like, you, gonna, you want to break something to me? Go San ahead. Diego. Go ahead, give it to me. I mean, ever since we've been, we've been in San Diego for twenty stupid plus Starbucks years, people. It's not even start. It's everybody in San Diego. This place closes so early. The frustration that I've had so many times over the years. Now, you know, we were born and raised in L.A. And no, but L.A. was similar. Nah, it's, uh, it depends on. on the neighborhood. Not depends on the, even We didn't close. live in downtown. I don't care. We, I'm we, saying you and I a, could easily go out and find a place to go at midnight. Bull no, no, Bull. no. Where we lived in a kind of suburbia. Yeah. Um, there was no easy coffee to have. No, you, think about it. Are you insane? You're right off the 10 there, uh, near Palms. There was no... Where are you going for, at 10.30 for a coffee? Dude, back in the it day? doesn't matter. We could drive 10 minutes and we would be in wherever. Hollywood, yeah. no, Beverly Hills. We are... You. It, you're wrong. We anytime no, no. we wanted to go out and yeah. it was midnight. If we were down at the comedy, you know, comedy store over there in... Um, off a of sunset. Do you have any idea? Do you though? know how many do, times do we ha- could go? We could find anything. Do you know how open? dumb we were though back in the day? <laughs> we were. I mean, of course we were dumb. But I mean, <laughs> do you know how dumb when I when I reflect. We go to L.A. now, and I reflect back about L.A. and I say, we have to drive two miles. To I get know. To this oh place. my god, a and, whole and two I, miles. And now I drive eleven <laughs> miles to go to Ralph's. Okay. <laughs> So, but my point is this: Look, it, San Diego has never stayed open past nine o'clock, yeah. and it drives me insane. I don't. I mean, I just I, wish I just it, don't get it. I'm a, I'm a night person, so for no, me no, to, to to close things down at eight thirty or nine, it's ridiculous. I just think it's completely asinine to have a hustling, bustling restaurant community. Uh, where you're going to have like a comedy place and you're going to have a, there's a little event center on the corner now right there across from the 7-Eleven on Grand and mm-hmm, I don't yeah. know what street that is. But, you know, you know people are going to come out. There's going to be uh, there's going to be three shows of comedy, literally a door and a half down. And uh, Friday and Saturday nights, you're going to have three shows. There's going to be people, people coming out of there having, you know, drinks and, and drinks and food. And they're going to come out, want to have a coffee. How much money are you losing on Friday, Saturday night there? If you just it, look, even if you just opened up at seven and closed right? at eleven, yeah, okay, seven to eleven, yeah, yeah, how much money would you make? 
Just look, just do this. Why don't you just open Try up? It. Well, yeah, yeah. Please, coffee, K O F F I E. Please get your act together, okay? And and uh, open up. Just try it, please. Just try it. For, look, I'll open it. Look, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what? I can make a coffee. I can make a mean coffee. Yeah, you G- can. Give me a good coffee. A, a good, good machine. Something that makes good it. foam. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. I'll work for free. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I will work for free. If you allow me, you train me, give me your operation. And hell, somebody have somebody there with me. And we. And I'll open up from 7 to 11. Mm-hmm. Okay? 7 to 11, Friday and Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And and if we make some good money, let's say let's say we made five hundred bucks a night. That's not good money, dude. No, I'm no no That's no 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 no. no. It would be worth it would, that five hundred would be worth staying open for those hours. Give me give me thirty percent. Give me thirty percent. I will open up. I'll stay there. I'll clean up. I'll open up and everything. If I'm right, then you open up Friday Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. I I think you're leaving money on the table. Well, they for sure are because people coming out of there. Let's say we don't want to drive. We just had no. our you know three drinks no, at least. We're, we're all tanked up, right? We need we're to sober up, sober up a little before oh, no, no, we go. Sober. No, no, no. I'm just saying we need a little time. Just I, no, no. give us a cup Me, of coffee, I'll, a little look, pastry. I'm a tub of guts after I come out of a good pizza meal. Okay, and oh, speaking of which, that comedy joint, great pizza, different, nothing like I've had in other places, but different, but delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all tanked up. I have a couple of beers in me. I got a pizza. I, I want to take a look. I mean, Grand's really nice that time of night, especially mm-hmm. in the fall. Yeah. And I want to go just, you know, kind of cruise around a little bit, take a little stroll with the old, with the missus. You, you know, know, we did We did last time we were at that comedy club, which um Brought our own open. coffee. No. Yeah. What we did is we ended up <laughs> walking down the street with, remember we were with friends and we walked down and we went to the, oh. um, the other place because they had live music. Was it O'Brien's? I can I can never oh. remember because you always mess me up and I always forget. Right. So the the bar that's down the street, down called? the block, O'Brien's, O'Sullivan's, O something. It's one of those. It's yeah. O. But you don't have that option right now no. with being shut down. We're not going to have live remember music the, remember inside. Remember that freak singer? Yeah. Ah. Huh? But I mean, that's what we were forced to do: go down the street and drink more. You know. Hey 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 hey. No no it was we still and, fun. and then we Ubered. Yeah, right. So and, so, anyways, <laughs> but you know what? I, I just think you're missing out, mm-hmm. coffee. You're missing out because I know for a fact that when I came out of that having pizza and a, and wine, and I was you know getting ready to go home, ugh, another thirty five forty minutes I would have spent down in there in that area. Right. Just a little cup of coffee, a little a little pastry, even, a little something. We even went um down a block away is Esco Gelato because I'm like, oh, they have a cappuccino. Yeah. They they, they make good? it. Yeah, it's decent. It's decent. Um, so we went over there because I'm like, oh, I can have... And they make really good pastries. Well, great get, chocolate chip cookie. But um, I asked you about the coffee because I don't remember. And I've had it. And I don't remember. I don't remember what I thought. It's good. It's not fabulous, but it is good. Do you know who made a great one? Villa Capri. Yeah, I know. We just went there. But no, but I'm just saying. Come so on, if we walked down. We, we went over to um, Esco Gelato. It's a block yeah. away. Yeah. On Calmia. On Calmia. And they were closed also. Son of a biscuit. 8.30. Who the hell closes at 8.30? I mean, it's so look, ridiculous. I, look, I don't know. I've never looked at their p and I can't tell you if, they, if those Friday and Saturday, not, they're not, you know, they're not turning out that way. But I just seem, that something seems wrong. There's, there's something amiss. If you're not able to capitalize on those people, come like, look, how many Next people door were, how was many, filled. How many people were in the room after the show? How many, during the show, how many people were in the room? I think it was probably, what, 20? 
In the comedy show? No, in that little that little courtyard. The open courtyard. How at many people were sitting? Yeah. Oh, God. 30? 40? No, at least 40. Maybe more. Okay. So you're saying to me, this is an outsider, okay? I'm not looking at your numbers. I don't know what your you know profit margin is. But are you saying to me that after three shows of comedy, you're not getting enough people? Huh? I it's thought it was two three. Shows. Wasn't it two? Two. Two shows. Okay. Of 40 people, as many as 40 people a show. You're telling me you can't get make enough money off of those 40 people with uh, uh, pastries and coffee? I mean, let's, let's say it this way. Let's say you got 10 of the 40. Okay? Mm-hmm. 10 of the 40, and, and each one of them is ordering a $6 coffee. Okay? Mm-hmm. So your, their bill is typically 18 to 20 bucks for each one. What? Yeah. Let, let's figure it this way. If you, if you have uh, two fancy dance coffees... And a pastry. It's like 16 or 17 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So what is that? That's 17 times 10. Well, right? you're talking, if you do that's, 40 that's, times 15, that's 600. So. Well, you're not getting all of them. I know. You're not getting I'm all just of them. Saying. I'm just saying. Let's but just say right. 15 it's... people. 15 out of the 40 times two. Okay. So every two, two hours, you're putting down 200 bucks. See, I don't think that's worth it. That's probably why it's not worth. Well, it. Well, let's think of it. What's the hourly wage of the person that's there? Twelve bucks an hour for five five hours. What is that? Seventy bucks. What is that, roughly? Okay, so that's so, that's half of the. Okay, so seventy bucks. No, no, no. You no. said two hundred. So, if they make two hundred, two hundred times times two. That's four hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I understand. So that's seventy bucks less. That's three twenty. Then you got your ingredients. Let's say another hundred. You're making two hundred bucks for four five hours. Look Plus, for me, it ain't worth it. That's not worth. it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not saying you're they just. Get, I'm not saying you're that. just getting those ten people. What if you're getting twenty five? That's of them? my point. They but you don't know. At least, how do you know? Yeah, you can I even, would say try it oh, for sure. For I, I'm, sure. Look, I'm putting it out there right now, Coffee. If you're listening, if you if you know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy <laughs> who is associated to K O F F I E Escondido, have them contact Grubthusiast <laughs> Grubthusiast at gmail dot com. And tell me, I, I'm telling you, I will work he for will free. He will go there and work. <laughs> I will work for free for five hours on a Friday and Saturday just to prove my point. Yeah. Okay. There it is. I think it's worth it. Hey. Look, take me up on it. Right? Look, I I, I, I used to be a chef. Uh, I went to culinary school. I, I used to have a serve safe certification. You know? I I know my way around a, uh, a milk bucket. <laughs> I can steam like some nobody's business. I agree. They should take you up on it. Look, I don't know how to do the hearts. I don't know how to do an elephant. But you know what? I bet you you could learn. I could learn. <laughs> Look, I know that if the coffee, if the milk is steamed correctly, yeah. okay, it's foamed properly, it becomes so aerated and so thick that it can be turned into art. Not mm-hmm. only in the mouth, but with the eye. Yes. So Agreed. Anyways. They should take uh, you up. Take me up on it, coffee. K-O-F-F-I-E. Um, look, uh, give me a call. Let me know. All right, uh, listen, guys, thanks for listening. I know we dragged and dragged and ran on and like, like dummies. I um, hope you enjoyed it. We enjoy doing it. We'll talk to you soon. Be nice to each other.